This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. My little birds told me there was a podcast rising within the realm. As Master of Whispers, I pride myself on having ears throughout the kingdoms. I listen to the Clock Dodgers podcast as any wise man should. Subscribe. Podcasts are coming. I never thought that dragons would exist again. No one did. The people who follow you know that you made something impossible happen. Maybe that helps them believe that you can make other impossible things happen. Build a world that's different from the shit one they've always known. But if you use them to melt castles and burn cities, you're not different. You're just more of the same. James, we are back for another one, my man. What we just witnessed is easily a top five episode to me, man. Dare we go any higher with that? I give it at least top five. I'm, there's a lot of good ones. You could put it up there battle-wise as number one. I mean, th- we've never seen a battle that intense. I mean, maybe... Battle of the Bastards, you know. right? I mean, Yeah, battle, battle of the Bastards was intense. Uh Oh my god, why am I blanking on it? It, it, was, it was longer, Battle, Battle of the Bastards. So. The, the, yeah, 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 it was. Um, the uh, Battle of the uh, White with the uh, White Walkers at, uh, what was that? Was that Stockholm? Yeah, I believe so. That was, that was a good one, too. Yeah, that I mean, that was probably one of the most intense ones. But, like, when you get a dragon into the equation, like, holy shit. I mean, I, I knew dragons could do some damage, but... Like, that thing was just blowing shit up left and right. <laughs> I mean, listen, we are straight out the gate discussing the battle. I wasn't even going to hold back because I'm like, listen, I ain't going to say, and, and there's not going to be any of this save the best for last type stuff here. Um, th- this was for me, you know, for, like you said, as far as the battles go, I mean, the battles have all pretty much been epic, you know, in their own right. But, of course, like you said, this is the first Dragon one, really. So, um, it's got to be, you know, you got to rank that fairly high, man. But, um I, I think outside of even battles, this everything together in these in this battle scene was like just great, you know, like seeing, you know, Jamie charging at the dragon and Tyrion like, don't do it, idiot, you know, all, all these little pieces like were just perfect. Um, it, I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. Like from, from you know, from a dragon, you know, turning men in armor to ashes, like you just seen the ashes everywhere, and you know, oh the, yeah, that the, was nuts. The, the Thraki when they were like shaking the ground, you know, as they rushed towards the Lannister army, it was just so crazy, man. Yeah, dude, straight when that Dothraki rider was charging, uh, charging Bronn and fucking cut the leg off his horse. Oh, that was that sick. was nuts. It was sick. Um, oh, oh, hard home. 
I had to fix myself. Hard home. Okay, it yeah, was no. hard home. It's a home something, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't want anybody to give us shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly, because they would. Um, but yeah, man, it was just a an awesome scene, you know, all the way around. Um, obviously, Jamie got a little arrogant, man, thinking he was going to go over there and just knock off Daenerys with next with, with a dragon next to him. He was crazy for that. I, I think he thought he could sneak up and get to her before beforehand. I mean, you you obviously Tyrion was watching the whole thing. It was like, turn around, you dumb bastard! Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like you, he was just calling him like a stupid son of a bitch, all sorts of stuff. Like, just turn around and and he was charging. And luckily, I'm pretty sure that was Bronn that speared him off of the uh, the horse there. But I mean, that was just everything about that. I mean, we finally got to see the scorpions in actual action. Uh, the, uh, the giant, you know, crossbows. Right. Uh, I did not realize those things were going to be as, as flexible and move as quickly as they did. I was, I was ready for like something to be like clinking along like slowly. And he just hopped on that thing and just started moving with it. I was shocked how fast it moved and it it took down a dragon yeah that, that was something me and you discussed a couple episodes ago we were like you know how effective can this thing really be you know how mm-hmm. good can someone be with it and you know obviously it wasn't very difficult <laughs> so so we, oh, well i mean we did have bronze shooting the thing i yeah. mean if you have a normal soldier fire and they're probably gonna miss i mean he missed on the first shot so that's true yeah so yeah, they, but, yeah i mean so, there's just that was the most intense battle i think i've ever seen i just i i've never felt bad for like the the armies before until like you're just watching them die i mean and they were technically i guess technically the bad guys in that yeah that battle but i mean they were they were just getting burnt alive and it was just it was horrible Horrible Well, well, well you make a good point when you say that is like you know they're the bad guys and you know depending on how you're looking at it we're just you know assuming most people generally think that the lannister army is the bad guys but it's funny that you say it was still horrible watching it because this is kind of the thing where you know they say like the mad king burned all these people and they didn't want daenerys to be like that and it's like no matter who you're burning alive you're burning someone alive right and so it never like goes over pretty even Tyrion was watching the battlefield and like he almost looked sad right yeah, I mean the the Dothraki commander that was standing up there with him was like, "Your people can't fight well." Well, when you got a freaking dragon that's the size of like a castle tower just laying fire down on your entire forces, yeah, you're not going to be able to fight with that. <laughs> and then not only do you have to deal with a dragon whose arrows your arrows just bounce off of, uh, you have to deal with the Dothraki screamers coming down your throat. And I mean if it was just, it was, there was no chance whatsoever for them. And so, someone mentioned that, right? Like in one of the other seasons where like nobody could handle them in the open field, right? Yeah, there, there was, there's been talks of like the Dothraki. I mean, you finally got the chance to see it. Uh, Dothraki think that they could destroy the uh, Knights of Westeros because they're heavy and worn, weighed down by their armor. And then... The same concept as uh, Jorah actually was saying, like, you know, go ahead and try to smack me with all of your swords. I'm just going to pretty much heave you in half. Right. So, I mean, I think it was more like that was not a fair fight. 
when you have a dragon involved, it just right. But the, everything's but the, thrown the, out the window. The uh, Dothraki weren't doing bad, though. I mean, you know, no, they, no, were they were breaking through there pretty well. <laughs> yeah, like I said, when you got a, a dragon that blows <laughs> fire down the middle of your line, yeah, like that's just. But yeah, I mean, anytime you were watching them fight one on one, I mean, I I was watching some Lannisters take down some Dothraki, but. And I mean, Braun killed quite a few of them, but yeah, when you're when you're got a dragon breathing fire all over the place, and you got them charging you, it's just it's it's not you're not gonna win that. Yeah, and so obviously, like you said, um, you know, Jamie got knocked into the water. They ended the episode with him like you know sinking in the, in the water, his one armed, heavy armored body um sinking we obviously i don't know when thinks he's gonna go out that way um i'm assuming somebody's gonna save him do you think it's gonna be um brown who knocked him in there or do you think somebody else is gonna pull him out i think Tyrion's gonna have uh that's what i was thinking i was thinking some that. people save him he's not gonna let his brother die i was thinking he, he was watching thing. the whole situation unfold I mean, shoot! It might even be uh, Daenerys that swims into there and saves him. I mean, we might but if they save him, like if they save him, though, do they let him go, or are they going to take him? I don't. They, there's no way he's he. They're going to let him go. That's he's, what I'm thinking. He's the general of the Lannister armies. He's not getting released back to where he could go and work for his sister again. Yeah, and I can't imagine so, them just I mean, letting him get out of the water and just walk off like, oh, nothing ever happened here. So Yeah, that, no, that's he's a... definitely going to be a prisoner. Uh, I assume that uh, Tyrion will try to talk him into working for them. Uh, I don't know how well that will actually go, uh, considering that he is you know, deeply in love with Cersei, but we'll see. Uh, real quick, I do want to mention this. Because it was one of the funniest parts of the season. But when Bronn, Jamie, um, Randolph, uh, Tarly, and and Dickon oh, yeah. are all standing <laughs> next to each other. And he's, Jamie goes, hey, Rickon. And, and he says... He says, Dickin. <laughs> and Braun just straight busted up laughing. <laughs> yep. I could not stop laughing at that part. That was the funniest shit ever. That was pretty hilarious. He was like, Dickin? <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny. And he saved yeah, Jamie's Dickin. Dickin saved some <laughs> life, dude. Yeah, oh, yeah. Saved Jamie's life, yeah. it looked like. so. Yeah, he's. I mean, that's one thing you can say about the Tarleys. I mean, Randolph, he's... The only one that ever defeated uh, Robert Baratheon in battle. So they so, can I do mean, some damage. They, yeah, he, they, 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 they didn't seem fight. like they believed him at first, right? I mean, they were talking to him and they're like, yeah, this dude doesn't know what he's doing. You know what I mean? Like, he just yeah. seemed like scared or like new to it or, you know, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that plays out. But as far as, you know, when, when we mentioned the, the dragon and burning everybody and, you know, nobody really seems comfortable with it except her for some reason. Um, do you do you think her council is going to be able to turn down the, you know, toast everybody button? Or do you think that she's going to keep kind of pushing that? Well, I think this was this battle right here was the turn down toast everybody button. I mean, yeah, they did go out and fry like an entire army almost. <laughs> but. She wanted to go and straight attack King's Landing yeah. with with Drogon, Rhaegar, and Viserys. But yeah, she wanted to take all three dragons and just wreck King's Landing and burn the Red Keep to the ground. Um, 
they stopped her from doing that because if you attack cities and castles with those dragons, that is going to scare everybody. Yeah. And that's what they don't want to do. Right. You, so they turned their attentions like they had to get a win. So they turned their attentions towards the Lannister army. Not a bad choice. And, Not a bad choice. No, which, I mean, that was their, pretty much their entire ground forces. Yep. All and they got and, left, and, and right, I'm assuming all the gold, all the gold and everything, obviously, too. Yep. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. I didn't think about that right offhand. I'm glad you just brought that up. Yep. They were supposed to pay off the Iron Bank with yep. that, who was yep. going to support their war efforts. Exactly. Now that payment's out the window. <laughs> so, like, that whole, let's pay them off right there and get backed by uh, the Iron Bank for the war is, that's out the window. Yeah. I mean, the Iron Bank still might, still might back them, but they're not going to be able to pay them off. And the dude from the Iron Bank kept, kept saying, like, I mean, if our money gets here and like when it gets here, and I'm like, dude, why do you keep saying that? <laughs> and then you know, obviously, yeah, it doesn't yeah. Get was, that's what I was saying too. I'm like, obviously, it's gonna get there. Oh, <laughs> well, obviously not. Yeah. So on to a less gory topic for for a second. Um, are Jon Snow and Daenerys about to hook up, bro? I think they've hinted around it. I mean, are we watching um, a romantic relationship begin here in front of our eyes, man, or they just want us to think that? Yeah, I mean. I mean, I think they're. I think you're seeing them become friends for sure. Mm-hmm. They are definitely becoming allies or becoming friends. Uh, I honestly do think you're going to see John bend the knee here at some point. Yeah, we didn't get to see it, so we assume that he didn't do it yet. Is that what we're going to assume? No, if they're going to do it, like we got to see. In order it. to do it, he's going to have to do it in front of like his her court, you know, in front of Davos, like so that it's it's kind of like he did swear fealty to her that that, but, that that is like a gray worm and miss sandy scene like we have to see it yes this is not something we could just say it happened we had to see it happen mm-hmm. <laughs> correct but yeah so i mean we're going to yeah you're gonna you're definitely gonna i think we're gonna hear soon very soon see him bend the knee uh two i mean he even says to davos because davos makes a joke about like him staring at her chest and he pretty much says i ain't got time for that yeah because he was like what do you think of her he's like she's got a nice heart he's like i seen you staring at her heart (laughs) yeah 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 so i mean i mean he's he's pretty much like yeah i ain't got time for that but i mean he's he's definitely i think respecting her more and more uh the conversation that uh davos had him and davos had with uh misandre yeah or misandre yeah um about like how she was still a servant to her, but she was pretty much like, "No, I I do this because I want to do this. If I wanted to leave today, I would be leaving today, and she would give me a ship." So like they're seeing that they are following her not because of fear, but because they respect her and are willing to fight and die for her. So I mean, we're starting to realize that this this is a very good leader and. Someone who inspires people. Yeah, some of it, you know, plays out like a Match.com profile ad or something. Like, Pretty much. Like they're like, "Hey, what do you? Why do you like her so much? And what are you looking for in a woman?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. It, it, so far, good stuff there. And of course, Theon came back. Man, Theon came back. Jon Snow wasn't very happy, obviously. For, for dude, obvious I reasons. thought we were gonna see Snow just straight like right hook him. <laughs> it would have been nice, but I, I was kind of thinking though at the same time. You know, have I been too tough on Theon, man? 
he comes back you know i i went i went bad on him for jumping off the ship not you know defending his sister but at the same time i mean is it better to I was say to, last week's episode you kind of uh laid into him yeah i laid into him so i mean but is it better <laughs> to to live and see another day rather than die by combat and you know at least be able to potentially redeem yourself what what, what is your feeling man did i go too rough on this guy or was i, I right don't know. i i can't blame anybody for going rough against when it comes to theon uh He's done some pretty shitty stuff. Like, he's like, like, is he just really good stuff. is he just conning people right now? And he's like, yeah, I came back to try to save my sister's life. Or like, is, is he really just scared, man? I can't tell. I, he, I think, is scared. He's petrified. Like I said, like I said, uh, I think it was two episodes ago when we uh, were on the pod. He's pretty much got like PTSD. Yeah. Like he's he's just some shit starts happening and. He can easily just flip back into that like petrified reek role, and I mean, I just I don't think you can blame him for anything that happens with him. Uh, I mean, if he does do good, awesome. But like, you can't put him in charge of anything that you need to get done or that is important. If he does come through for you with like some minor role or uh, comes out of nowhere and saves something, awesome. But I hope to God they learn that you cannot put him in charge of anything. Yeah. That's what I'm like. But yeah, I I think he's just, he's just, he's shot. He's, he's, he's not, he's never going to be all there. Yeah. He he keeps living. So I'm like, are they going to try to do some redemption thing? Gray Worm for a while and be like, Hey, dudes without dicks can be people too, bro. (laughs) That might not be a bad idea. That might not be a bad idea. That might actually work. Damn, man, you might just drop the bomb on us. Might be Grey Worm. Theon and Grey Worm, man. So we'll see how that plays out. Grey Worm's got to come back, supposedly, and stuff, so we'll see. Um, Now, you know, the the battle, obviously, was a big part of this scene, um, of of this episode. Another big part was, you know, Arya making it back to Winterfell. Home, finally there. Um, I I loved how they, you know, brought the Stark kids back together. Um, You know, Bran, Arya... Um, every, everyone is there um they they kind of have all changed right since we last seen them together but in a sense they've kind of grown deeper into like who they always wanted to be in a way but some you know obviously there was a lot of interesting conversations that they had um, a lot of interesting dialogue with them and other characters and in, in this um you know when, when they kept showing winterfell do you think um do you think there's a lot of funny stuff going on over there man with with you know, little you know, finger and all these things. Like, is something not right there right now, or what? I see. I, I'm I'm always up to the assumption that little little fingers always up to no good, or Me something too. that's going to be be working in his favor. So I'm sure he's trying to work certain things out. Uh, I mean, he did just hand the dagger that was meant to kill Bran to Bran, and then he played it off like. When Brand said, "Oh, whose was it?" and he's like, "Oh, I don't know." <laughs> yeah, some more like, mind game shit. Like, oh, really? Because you told his mother that it was uh, Tyrion's, or it was yours that Tyrion won from you in a like game of cards, or I think it was a game of cards, but or in a bed of some kind. But it's so, and then he's like, "Oh, yeah, I had no idea whose was." So I mean, there's there's definitely something he's doing something there, but I mean. I don't think he's got any sway over Sansa right now. There's, I, I don't think he has any sway over her at the moment. She knows that 
everything he does is to benefit himself. Uh, she also knows that like he did help them, so she's not going to just kick him out. Right. But I mean, yeah, I just, I, I don't, I don't think he's swaying her anyway. But yeah. There's a lot of crazy stuff going on over at Winterfell though, with with Arya showing up. Uh, you got like pretty much soulless bl- brand. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna just, like, I was gonna bring him up. Ice, dude. He is so cold. It ain't even funny. And and he's just like, yeah, whatever. I'm 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 pretty much like, yeah, Bran's dead. I'm three-eyed Raven. Yeah, like I remember, I I remember being Bran, but I remember every freaking thing else that ever happened in history. Dude, this dude is like so rude. Uh, he he was so mean to uh to Mira. He was yeah, like, and he doesn't. Even, well, the thing is, he doesn't mean to be. He's just that's he just he's not the same person that he was at the beginning of the journey. Dude, he's just. He's the three-eyed raven. Dude, she saved his life. People died for him. She gets him home. He's like, yo, deuces. See you later. Whatever. <laughs> like, he didn't even care, man. He, but like you said, he's not Bran anymore, you know, in, in you know, in total. And that's evident. He's, you know, the three-eyed raven. And he's just cold as ice it, emotionally, man. Yeah, it kind of solves, uh, like, a theory that was coming out last week where when him and Sansa had the conversation, he just, or was it last week? I think it was two episodes ago where he was talking about her rape. Yeah, yeah, he was like and, so blunt with it like, and cold with it. Yeah, everybody was saying it was because he knows that she's going to betray John. Well, now that we're seeing like he's just cold to everybody, like yeah. I just I I think he was just like I know everything and here's how I'm proving it to you. Yeah. And so he's not, I don't, I don't and, think and it he's has not, anything to do with resentment. Yeah, I don't think it is. I don't think it has anything to do with her switching on him. I just think that he's just um, you know, he doesn't have like an emotional tie to anything. It's just, you know, Everything just is what it is. You know what I mean? It's not like yeah. they don't they want us to realize that there's no emotion involved in him basically at this point. So that that was, you know, interesting and good to see that it was with like that with everybody. And of course Arya had a bunch of interesting scenes, you know. Yeah. Uh, the fight. Yeah, we scene. got Arya meeting up with uh, Sansa for the first yep. time down in the uh, crypts. And Sansa uh, didn't believe her when she was like, Yeah, I'm here to try to yeah. kill everybody, you know? <laughs> that was great. Yeah, Sansa's like, Yeah, sure you are. And, and then when uh, they met with uh Bran later and they gave Bran the hug, and Bran's just like, yeah, whatever, go ahead and hug me. I know you, you miss me, but I don't give a shit. Yeah. Um, but he, then he gives a, the, her the dagger. He's like, you're going to need it more than I do. Like, I'm a cripple. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, uh, his dude is emotional. He's just so <laughs> emotionless, about man. everything. <laughs> like, yeah, my legs don't work. Yeah. But uh, he gave that to her, and then uh, he's like, I thought you were heading uh, – I thought you'd be heading to uh, King's Landing, and then uh, like, why? Why would she go to King's Landing? <laughs> and, and he's like, because Cersei's on her list. Yep. And then you just see Sans like, what? It was what like the it was on? like a dun dun dun. <laughs> like the list is real. <laughs> it was hilarious. yeah, pretty much. It was pretty good, man. So speaking of list, do we know who's still on her list? Yes, uh, I actually just looked this up earlier today because I wanted to figure out. Who was on it? Because I'm just like, all right, we got to figure out who's still on this list. Uh, I got the full list of everybody that's been on the list. Um, and then people who are still alive, obviously. Uh, number one on her list, like she even states too, has was always Joffrey. Okay. Well, obviously Joffrey's dead. Right. And she's pissed that she wasn't able to kill him. But uh, 
Cersei is the next one on her list. Okay, so she's still alive, so we got her to go still. Mm-hmm. Walter Frey, who obviously she killed the entire Frey family. <laughs> yes. Uh, Maren Trant, she took care of him. Mm-hmm. Tywin Lannister, obviously, uh, which I almost feel like she wouldn't have killed Tywin even if she got the chance, because I, I feel like she's got like a certain respect for him and actually learned a lot from him. Right. Like, she's all about, like, if you look at her and listen to her now, she's all about strategizing, and I, she learned a lot of that from Tywin when she was serving him. It's funny how, oh. you know, she's learned so much from him, and then Sansa learned so much from Cersei, you know? Yeah, and I mean, they talked about legacy. Uh, Tywin always talked about legacy, and like it was like handing it down to his children. Well, none of his children really followed his legacy. I guess Tyrion might have mostly, but I think the person that will actually carry on Tywin's like military strategy and coming will be Arya. Mm-hmm. I think she took everything he said to heart and listened very carefully. And as she said, um, all right. as she said her story's not over yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, all right, here is one that I totally forgot about. Melisandre is on the list. Huh. She wants to take out Melisandre because Melisandre came and took Gendry away from her. Right. And Melisandre sounded uh, like she was going to die. <laughs> She sounds like she's ready yeah. to die. <laughs> yeah. I think, when she, well, she said she needed to come back to uh, Westeros because that's where she's going to die. Yep. And I think that'll be Arya potentially knocking her off the list. Um, number seven, your boy, Beric Dodarian. Oh, okay. Um, same same reason as uh, Melisandre. He sold Gendry to Melisandre. Right. Um. Thoros of Mir, same reason. Okay. Ilan Payne, which we we don't really ever get to see Ilan Payne because he's not really a big character, but he's the one that beheaded Ned. Okay. Um, I totally forgot he was on there. I knew the Hound was, but Gregor Clegane, the Mountain. So both of them are on it. Yes, both of them are on it. I don't think she'll kill the Hound. Yeah, no, uh, I think either. I think that whole her leaving the hound for dead was kind of like her removing him from the list, right? Um, but are you ready for this? Like, this has me more hype than the Clee Game Bowl. Oh man, I'm ready. Hold on, let like, me hold on. Let me, hold on. Let me take Arya. a breath. Hold on. Okay, I'm ready. Go ahead. I want to see Arya go one on one with the mountain and just take him down. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so like, sick. She's like so tiny compared to even um oh shoot, what's her name? But, 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 but we've seen him have fits with, with tiny people who are quick like like that. That is true. He almost died um, if someone didn't get cocky. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm pretty sure, yeah, he would have died. He would have died. He did die. He did. They brought him back. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so we've seen him have issues with that kind of skill, you know? Yeah, I mean she was she was intense facing off against Brienne. And, I mean, Brienne's huge. Yep. But Brienne is nothing compared to the size of the mountain. No. Dude, like, he might, if he connect, he even, like, connects, like, with a backhand, and he might kill Arya. Because he's even stronger now than before. 
like that um, kick to the chest that she got from Brienne. No, she got that from the oh, mountain. That, that was, crushed her that entire body. Whole scene, <laughs> like I didn't realize how you don't realize how badass Arya was until now because they blew out the light or she blew out the candles when she killed uh, the one girl. Yeah. Uh, so you didn't really get to see how well she fought there, but like she kind of got her ass kicked a lot while she was. You know, trying to become no one. Right. So, I mean, she got her ass kicked a lot, actually. So you didn't really get to see how deadly she became until just now, where she's fighting what might be one of the best swords person, because she's not a swords man, I guess. So one of the best swords people (laughs) in uh, all of Westeros. And she did her damn thing. She could have killed Brienne, like, four different times and it was great when you just see like Brienne pretty much pun her and I'm like oh she's dead <laughs> <laughs> I'm like she just took a boot to the chest and then she did her little flip thing up and I'm like oh that, that was sweet but yeah she and then with the dagger at the end where she slipped the dagger out and had it like right to the chest I was like oh shit yeah but yeah I mean that that was that was awesome and then you had Sansa realizing how badass her sister became. Yeah. But they were just um, like, they were like so calm. They didn't even react. I would have been like, oh shit. Like, I would have been like, no way, world star. Well, they didn't do anything, man. Um, Littlefinger did. Littlefinger's eyes, like, yeah, he oh. acknowledged it. Yeah. He's just like, oh, what the hell? And then, uh, <laughs> but it's kind of, it's kind of a culmination. Like, you had Sansa. She wanted to become a lady. And like that's all she really wanted to be, and like obviously she fawned over Joffrey, and well, she became Lady of Winterfell, and she is like a proper lady now. I mean, she's more than just that, but she became the proper lady. Well, Arya never wanted that, and wanted to be more like a boy and learn how to fight with a sword. Well, now she's no one. And is just insane. She's no one, and she also has the uh, skills of a water dancer. Right. So, I mean, she might be deadlier than, like, Jock and Hakkar now. Right. I mean, so her, her in the mountain would be an interesting one. <laughs> that, would, <laughs> that would be great. As crazy I, as it I, sounds. I'd pay to see that song. <laughs> That's pay-per-view worthy. Mayweather, Connor. Who cares about Mayweather? Yeah, who, who needs McGregor <laughs> and... Uh, than Mayweather when you got freaking Arya in the mountains. <laughs> Anybody else on that list? Um, Sandor Clegane was the the last one. He was the last one. Out. Okay. Uh, there was there was some unmentionables. It was the uh, the uh, prisoners that were with her when she was heading to the wall. But oh, that's right. Gotcha. She did kill one of them, and then the other two are still running around. But they're unimportant characters some interesting list man some 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 fun names there like you said i don't think she'll kill all of them but some fun names for sure um to kind of you know to kind of think about and to ponder on and see what you know what might may come of that um mm-hmm. yeah i mean she's going after the brotherhood without banners apparently yeah yeah man i hope yeah that's another thing man i'm going through my hound withdrawals man we haven't seen him in a you know in a few episodes um, mm-hmm. him or the wildlings either and you know I'm, I'm assuming we see them both in this upcoming episode it, it does sound like maybe the white walkers might bump into some some real people it, soon yeah, some warm-blooded fools yeah i think we're gonna get to see the white walkers this next episode 
uh, I think we'll we'll see what happens with the uh, the cleanup uh, from the uh, battle with the uh, Lannisters. Yeah. Uh, we might, yeah, we might see uh, the Brotherhood without banners. We might. Uh, they were heading north. Uh, I mean, you want to talk about a character that's completely did a one eighty and transformed, and that's the Hound. The Hound, like man. he is. So much different than what he was. And what's funny is, I loved him when he was this evil bad dude, and I love him when he's not the evil bad dude. He's a good guy. So, like, I just well, love the character. And he always kind of had that in him where he wasn't, like, completely an asshole. Yeah. Um, he saved, uh, what was it? Uh, the uh, High Garden. Oh, the Night of High Garden, the Night of Roses, or whatever. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I can't. Think yeah, he name. saved him from his brother. Yep. He didn't have to do that. He could have just let his brother. He was head clean off. Yeah, when, um, when he was with Arya, he had some heart. I mean, there was times where he showed some heart, you know. Yeah, and then like he broke. I mean, he had a very personal conversation with uh, Sansa. Mm-hmm. So I mean, he's connected with both uh, Sansa and Arya. So I mean, he's had close relationships, kind of with both the. The Stark daughters. Yep, and he seems like he's seen some things in the flames, man. So we might be getting mm-hmm. a, a new guy here soon. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I think he will eventually take over as the leader of the Brotherhood without banners. Yeah. So I mean, I, I I think we've touched on like the major things that happened in this episode. I mean, for those um, who keep mentioning it or who are wondering, I mean, this was the shortest episode ever for Game of Thrones. So yeah. it's not a, a game in your mind that's being played here because a lot of people were like, you know, when the battle ended, they're like, what, the episode's over? Like, you know, it's it. Like they were mm-hmm. expecting more. Um, and so, yes, this episode was the shortest ever. I think it was like 50 minutes or something, right? It was 52 minutes. Right. So it was the shortest one we've ever had. So it wasn't just a, you know, way it ended type of thing. It really was shorter for those who were, mm-hmm. you know, who are, who are wondering about that. Um, I'm trying to think of some like quick hits here that we movie. I seen that, um, you know, we mentioned uh, how Ed Shireen or whatever was in that first episode. Um, yep. In this episode, Noah Syndergaard was in it, man. Pitcher for yep. the Mets. Pitcher for the Mets. And again, I'm sure some people are pissed off, man. Yeah, I'm. You're, I think you're gonna see that from here on out. You're gonna see <laughs> just random ass famous people popping up left and right. Like I'm ready for like Brad Pitt to show up and just be like a redneck character randomly. <laughs> I'm ready for Conor McGregor, man. Oh yeah, there's been talks of that. <laughs> he would be perfect. Oh my god, you see him just like shit talking like a bar or something. <laughs> yeah, he'd be perfect. <laughs> Um, I mean, there was something that we uh, did miss that we uh, overlooked when they were in the uh, caves. Oh yes, with yes. the dragon glass, uh, we got to see all the cave markings from the uh, the uh, forest, uh, the children of the forest. Yes, that is actually somewhat important because all those symbols that we've seen on there are the same symbols that we have seen the White Walkers make with dead bodies yeah the spirals the funky symbols all that we've seen that before and now we're seeing those on the cave markings and then that was that was kind of the catalyst there being like this is the actual enemy and i think that's where they i think danny and john are finally gonna we're connecting there and we're like all right we need to work together. So I think I think that is the catalyst that is gonna make John bend the knee. Yeah, that that was where they kept 
getting closer and closer and closer. And I'm like, yo, are we going to bend the knee or are we going to kiss her right now? What's going on here? And, <laughs> and it definitely was, uh, you know, an interesting scene. Um, I don't know yeah. if she wanted the knee or the, you know, the what, but, uh, it was uh, it was definitely some cool stuff, and, and of course, you know, she's like, "What were they fighting against each other?" And they're like, "No, they were fighting with each other for a better, a bigger cause." You know what I mean, and mm-hmm. that was the big thing, like you said. And I think that is finally what made her, you know, realize it. That's what made her so open to to working with him. Of course, if he bends the damn knee, um, mm-hmm. so that 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 was a you know obviously dragon glass galore in there. Uh, oh so yeah, that was nuts. If they're gonna win, that's obviously where it's all at. Um, so that 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 was a big scene for sure. Um, I think what else, man? Anything else that we missed on this one? Because the episode was shorter, it seemed like there was more bigger scenes and just kind of less of scenes. Though you know what I mean? Like it was kind of mm-hmm. big moments and not a bunch of little scenes. Um, so th- th- those were some of the big things. You know, Bron kept asking for his damn castle, um, which was pretty funny. Uh, I, I, I like the line about what did the, the, the Queen of Thorns leave one in you or whatever before she sent you off or whatever. Whatever he said, I forget what he was talking about. Lady Olena. Jamie was yeah. kind of annoyed about it. <laughs> yeah. There, there's some I'm, good good lines in there. Yeah, there's definitely there's definitely some good uh I mean when you get when you when you get Braun and Jamie together, there's definitely gonna be some back and forth. Uh some good stuff there. <laughs> He, yeah, because uh, he he's been complaining about his damn castles, and he's like, "What, what, what? You're, you're not happy with a big ass bag of gold?" <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and he's like, "How far he's come?" Brown of the brown of the black water. Uh, previously, brown of whatever shithole you lived in before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, I mean, there was there was definitely some good. There's always some good rhetoric back and forth between those two, which is is fun because, I mean, Bron's one of my favorite characters. Mine too. Him and Jamie, man. That's why I keep saying, man, I want them to switch sides, man. Yeah. Well, I think you're going to see Bron switch immediately. He's going to realize that uh, Tyrion's alive and he's working with them. And he's just going to be like, you guys give me a castle if, uh, if we win this war? And then they'll be like, <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, because he's definitely the... He's definitely the uh... The epitome of you know a sell sword, I mean a guy that you just oh, yeah. buy. Oh yeah, you know he, I mean? he's a sell sword. Also, also, end. um, you know, Jorah's got to be coming back. You would think at some point, right? To Daenerys's life. Um, yeah, I hope he doesn't, I hope he doesn't get in the middle of Jon Snow and her man to this this love fair. <laughs> I don't want to see it if he's if he's actually her her nephew. I don't want to see this. We already <laughs> seen him with nothing since <laughs> Man, I'm telling you, I don't know. They seem to be getting a little close. But, again, they could just be playing with our emotions. Um, they've done that before. So, we'll, we'll see how that shakes out. Um, as far still as... still pulling for Jamie and her. Jamie and her? Oh, no, I don't want to see that. No, I, <laughs> I say bring on the incest if that's the case. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a lot for me to say that, but I'm all for it in this case. Um, any predictions, man, for next week? Any hopes? Anything you want to see? Um you know, besides a longer episode, a normal sized episode, um, anything that you you know, yeah, you're give, predicting? Me a, give me an hour and twenty minutes, dude. That'd be amazing. <laughs> that'd be amazing. Um, what I want to see is Arya kill Littlefinger with his own dagger. You think she will? I don't think it's gonna happen. I don't think she'll kill anybody that's on her list, see. right? Yeah, yeah, he's not on the list. That's that's why uh, 
when we were talking before the show, uh, when I said I, I looked up the list, that's who I wanted to see if was on the list. Yeah. I couldn't remember if he was on the list or not. And she, because she did react to certain way. She's like, what is he doing here? You know what I mean? I was like, yeah. Oh, sorry. yeah. She knows he's a piece of shit. Yeah. Everyone knows he's um, a piece of shit, right? Which I thought she did put him on the list back in season, like when she first made her list, because he was the one that was like pretty much working with her father and like let him to get captured and killed and shit. But, uh, yeah, he's never been on the list. So now there's been talks of like, I mean, it's her list, so she can add people to her list. This is true. <laughs> so the list can always can get bigger. Up, yeah. So we could end up seeing her. Like, if she finds out like some of the shit he's done, like, it'd be easy for her to add him to the list. But uh, that's what I want to see next week. Uh, what I think we'll see is. Uh, I think we see the White Walkers hit the wall. Do you think it's going to be an episode heavily dedicated to White Walkers? I don't know if it'll be heavily dedicated, but I do think you'll you'll see them hit one of the castles on the wall. Because besides that battle, we haven't really seen an episode that was like completely almost, you know, really dedicated to them. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's Which probably... we, we've never really gotten too much, too many episodes that have been completely dedicated right. to them. I mean, Hard Home's been the most intensive uh, episode with them, but I, I don't even think that whole episode was like really dedicated no. to them. We just love the other characters so much, man. We need to get a little slice of everybody every time. Well, yeah, that and the <laughs> Night King doesn't talk. So. Yeah, that's true. That doesn't help at all. Does not but, help at yeah, all. But yeah, I, I think we do see, see the White Walkers hit one of the castles on the wall. The only thing I'm beating if the dust for some type of keep on the way there. Like they're 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 gonna have I have a feeling they're gonna have some type of role yeah. to play next week. They're gonna get somewhere where there are regular people that are they're gonna have to fight. Yeah, you know I mean there's gonna be a live mm-hmm. people battling them. Um again, I don't know if it's gonna be the wildlings because I know they were going to another place to uh to hold it down. Um who knows? We'll see. And I don't know. Do you think the hound is like do you think that group is going to a specific place, like to Winterfell or somewhere? I mean, are they going anywhere specific? I think they're heading for, uh, I think they're heading for the wall. Straight for the wall. Uh, I think they're actually, and from the way the snow looks, it looks like they're probably north of uh, Winterfell now. So, I mean, hmm. well, maybe. I don't have a lot of faith in the people at the wall, man. I just don't. they got to be close to Winterfell. They're either just north of Winterfell or just south of it. But I know they're heavy in the snow, and I know they're heading for the wall. Because that that's what the Brotherhood's been doing this whole time is they're heading they're heading north because they know that they know the enemy is the White Walkers. Right. So they're they're I think they're gonna be heading to uh, Castle Black. Gotcha. I think that's their destination. Well man, we have a lot ahead of us. We have a lot of stuff that is still gonna happen, still gonna unfold. Every time I think, can this episode beat last episode? I think there's no way it can. But you know, like I said last time, as things were winding down here, man, every episode is going to be action packed. So it's yeah. Somebody, no. somebody I was talking to last week was like, like ah, uh, you know, we had such a good episode last week. I don't think, I, I think we're going to get a slow one this week. And I'm like, I don't think they have time for slow episodes. No. I'm like, I think this one's going to be up fast paced and 
and just as crazy as last week. The funny thing is, though, it's my top five. The, yeah, the funny thing is when we, when we mentioned fast pace too. Um, a lot of times you can think of certain shows um, along the line where you feel like things are being rushed for the story's sake to like to get it over with, or you know for whatever reason. But I don't ever feel that way with Game of Thrones. Do you like? They, no, yeah, sure no. things are being sped up, but I never feel like this was rushed. This was poorly written. This was just to get something over with. I never feel that way, really. You know? Yeah, it's just it's there's just so many intensive things that are yeah. happening, and and they just they have an endless supply to do it with. But I mean, I I think you're just gonna get we're gonna get nuts episodes. Everything. Well, there's pretty much most shows have fillers. This show is done with the fillers now, I think. And that that's what was kind of like dragged out. Because, I mean, we had episodes in previous seasons where it was just kind of like, oh, they're talking the whole time. Like, can, can something happen? But now, that just there's none of that anymore. This We've is, gotten all the backgrounds we need on, on characters. And, it's just and crazy. Now, now it's time to get down to business. It's crazy, man. It's so intense every episode. So that's why these are so fun. There's no down episodes. There's no like, oh, what are we going to talk about this week? There's like, it's it's crazy, man. It's action packed from beginning to end. So um, they're doing a great job, man. We're we're enjoying the hell out of it. Um, I, you know, again, man, this was this was a lot of fun. We, you know, again, my my thing for next week, just like you said, is White Walkers. I think it's going to happen. There's going to be some kind of bloodshed with them. Uh, obviously, whoever gets in their way right now isn't going to win. So. You know, you can assume anybody that we see fighting the White Walkers this week, I would assume, is going to die. Yeah. You know, unless they run away like Theon, you know, pull a play out of his book. But it's not looking good. Those guys move quick. (laughs) So. Yeah. One important thing about uh, Arya, uh, that dagger she did get, I mean, is Valerian Steel. So now now we got two Starks walking around Valerian Steel. Got to keep them bad boys armed, Joe. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it's. The more Valerian steel that we find, the better. Valerian steel, dragon glass. This is mm-hmm. the stuff we're looking for right now, man. This is the stuff we're looking for. Well, I appreciate you joining me again, James. This was fun. We got to do this Always next fun. week. We'll see how uh, you know what, what we got to talk about next week. But hopefully, Jamie lives. We can't let him go out that way. But uh, no doubt, no no way. <laughs> James, my boy. I'll catch you next week, James. All right, sounds good. Thanks, man. Later. Yeah, later. So, Jamie. Rick on. Dick on. <laughs> Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in a new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series now streaming on Showtime.